0: Dan Daniel Uh Chris is not here. <laughs> uh Here we get
1: the three of uh, us together <laughs> right out loud.
0: It's like I would it, we're kind of like uh like this month we've definitely been like the uh, the Nets with James Harden, <laughs> Kevin Durant, <laughs> and Kyrie Irving. It's like they played like a total of like 10 games together or something like that right. in 3 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it really feels that way it really feels that way but here we are <laughs> yeah you, and you. That's, that's how it feels uh this Chris the flat been. earther out this week you know
0: <laughs> is Chris okay is Chris the Kyrie Irving of this podcast let's talk about it I mean
1: <laughs> who's missed the most games okay let's call okay. it like we see it let's call it like we see it right yeah you know, some sickness, health issues, whatever you know. There's that lat going around. Whoever he's getting it from, he's still getting it. But you know, still hall of famer. But
0: yeah, still hall of famer. But yeah, I got it. And um, it, and and yeah. I miss a lot, but at least I have. I like we know why I miss. So it's like because Kevin Durant fair. misses a lot, but like yeah. we know why. Like he tripped in the layup line, sprained his ankle. Yeah, out two weeks and you're definitely James Harden cuz you're out and so about more say, than any of us
1: that makes me James Harden I
0: guess. yes cuz cuz you're out and about more than any of us and show up to work every day
1: <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> questioning where i've been what i've been eating you mm-hmm. know what do you yep <laughs> going to wait James hey i'm out here balling still okay <laughs> still out here balling <laughs>
0: Like everything James Harden is like fully publicized, just like you and Shannon's Instagram. Just like we <laughs> know everything you've eaten and drank over the yep. week. And we're like, Dan's not related, but Dan's here. Dan's it's right there, there. But
1: I'm here. It's yeah. out there, but I'm here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right okay. <laughs> yeah. So we are the, <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets
1: of podcasts. Is That's that it. good? I mean, not pulling in any championships anytime soon, but. Just can't put our full roster together. That's it. When we do, when the three of us are out there at the same time, the eight times a year, it's magic. It's magic.
0: <laughs> they just can't stop talking about us, though. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is the brunch breakdown. What's up, ZD out here in Los Angeles? <laughs> Dan is in Pittsburgh. Chris uh, has gout, so he's out for the day. <laughs> Uh, on the show today, we're going to be talking about draft parties. The NFL draft just came, uh, just came and went, and it was in Kansas City this year, which led to a lot of people skipping going to the draft and doing their own thing. And we're going to talk about where we would have our parties and some interesting draft stories about where people had their had their draft things going on. Um, we found this picture of uh, with travel opinions, and we're going to be talking about that. And also, we're going to talk about uh, cake. With a nice picture, because we love talking pictures. And shouts to you guys, because bread last week, I was very disappointed that I was not there for that.
1: I was hurt. I know. I hated to do that, to to, to pull that topic away from you. But, I mean, do you have a quick answer between – Oh, it's Olive Garden. It's it's also Olive Garden for you? Yeah. Yeah. We had Olive Garden, Cheddar Bay Biscuits from Red Lobster, Texas Roadhouse Rolls. Outback loaf, oh, and you're dude. going all. You're, you're it's just a clean sweep for all. Garden breadsticks.
0: I love all of them, but yeah. Olive Garden was it's just Olive Garden, and it's like it's almost like um, you know how like when you're like when you're playing Madden like back in the day or something, there were certain teams you just weren't allowed to play with. Mm-hmm. That's Olive mm-hmm. Garden. <laughs> Just like it should, they shouldn't have been on there. Like it just shouldn't have been able to be pick. Like, you have a great conversation if it's like the other three, and maybe you add something else or whatever. But no, like, you can't, no, you, you can't mess with Olive Garden. The breadsticks That's perfectly are just, said. come on. Yeah. Like, but one thing that is interesting uh, Red Lobster sells the Cheddar Bay biscuits, like in grocery stores.
1: The mix, yeah.
0: Yeah, they sell the mix, and the mix is really good. Like, it's just it as is. good as getting it there. I, so you've, made them at home like you know like it's just as good as getting them there so
1: chris was a little weary that because he's never been to a red lobster which is kind of mind-blowing all on its own he was a little weird he's like i feel like it's not the authentic version i say you know I, th- I think I, I was like it's close yeah it is close and i don't see him taking those kids and his wife to red lobster <laughs> or dead lobster anytime soon so just just go that route just go that route while he's at home this week
0: Man, well, Dan, let everybody know where they can find all this delicious content for the Brunch
1: Breakdown. Of course. Yeah, unlike any other, uh, aside by following uh, what was formerly the Brooklyn Nets, you can find the Brunch Breakdown (laughs) podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. People, Google, Apple, Spotify, whatever, Amazon, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. We're everywhere. Wherever you follow, wherever you listen. Hit follow, hit subscribe, so those new episodes that come out every Wednesday come directly to you. You're not chasing links and, oh, is the episode out this week? I don't know. Just do that, and I promise it will come to you each and every Wednesday. We've got full video episodes as well. Did he talk about some graphics and some photos we're going to be putting up this week? Those are going to be vital, people. You're going to want to see those. Check out the full video episodes. YouTube, Facebook for those, also on Wednesdays. Those have a premiere time, though. Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Audio is first thing in the morning, but video, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, because I got other shit to do before I put the videos up, okay? You can watch it on demand anytime you want after that, okay? We're also everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, and TikTok. Find us all those places. Follow us. We appreciate you at Brunch Breakdown, and of course, our Sounds of Brunch playlist. We tell you what we're listening to each and every week. Give it to you in a playlist so you don't have to go chasing those down either. We call it the Sounds of Brunch, and you can find that every Friday exclusively on... Spotify. Beautiful.
0: Well, Dan, let's get random topics off our chest. What you got? What's on your mind, man?
1: So I've noticed this recently at work, but it's been around me for a while, but it's just recently really come into my aura a little bit strong. And TD, there are too many people in this world that don't know how to talk to people on the phone. <laughs> they just don't know how to do it. And it's so, it's awkward, man. It's awkward. And I have to talk about this. You know, it's just whether they're, you know, they're talking to people that don't necessarily know is often the case, right? Whether it's they're placing an order or they're just asking a question. You know, I'm here. I'm. I'm it's just been, At work recently, but like family, friends, you too, we're just airing everybody's dirty laundry right now. Okay. (laughs) There's a lot of people, if you know who you are, you're listening and you don't feel comfortable talking on the phone to strangers, talking to you. There's too many people that is just so awkward on the phone. And like Gen Zers, some of them are Gen Zers, and like I get it in a way because they don't interact. With people in person very much. They weren't born into that environment. Everything is digital. It's on the phone. It's texting. You and I, we didn't have AOL instant messenger until you know middle school, high school <laughs> is when that came around. But early on, it was all face-to-face interactions. We're not the mis- or the best at it, but at least we were there. so like Gen Z, I kind of like understand it. In a way, so those conversations can generally be a little weird. But there's just too many people in general, millennials included, that don't have this basic life skill, and I just cringe. I literally cringe when I hear these conversations, and I don't know how like to fix it either. I don't like I. One like thing that I have at work as a manager is don't come to me with a problem without some type of solution. Right? It might not (laughs) be the best. But you've got to at least come, don't just bring the problems, bring some semblance, a piece okay. of a solution. It's hard for me to come with some piece of a solution here. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like practice or it's just like, I think too many people think in their own head when they're on these conversations and they're in the phone. They're like too worried about what they're saying rather than what person's saying on the other line. And they don't speak naturally. Like These people talk naturally off the phone, even to strangers. But when the phone's there, it's like, uh, huh. Uh, hi. Um, what did you, um, like, oh my gosh, maybe script it out. I don't know. I, I can't handle it. And I just had, I've had too much of it. And I know it's, maybe it's easier for us to say here who come on here and just talk for an hour a week and someone, you know, you act and talk for a living. Chris used to talk for a living, but like, I don't know, pick up the phone and get the awkwardness out people. I I, I can't handle it anymore. I just can't.
0: You know it's funny I have a lot more like younger people like if you're in your like mid 20s or something like that like I I get it but sure. the people who make me mad are just the people the the people my age or our age who just decided <laughs> that like Oh, sweet. Texting happened. So that means I'm never talking to anybody on the phone again (laughs) because that's (laughs) the part that's frustrating. It's like it's people who like you don't have to like go through the whole spiel of like people who, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you grew up this time. So I I understand why it's like, no, no, you grew up with all of the different communications. You You've been through it all and you just chose the one where you didn't have to talk to people. That annoys me more than anything in this world because, you know, there's these – Domino's has like a whole commercial campaign going on right now about how Domino's <laughs> is on at the Apple CarPlay app in your car. So all you have yes. to do to order pizza is freaking just like move like, – you know, don't hit Google Maps like, oh, wait, we don't need to know where we're going. Just hit Domino's and freaking <laughs> you'll show up at Domino's and all you have to do is use the CarPlay in the middle of your car. Like, what? <laughs> Like, which, granted, Domino's, genius. Can't believe you guys are the first people to do it. Like, I don't know why every <laughs> place isn't doing that, because Jesus Christ. Right. Like, you want to end every, what are we having for dinner tonight conversation? Oh, wait, CarPlay, boop, done. Like, <laughs> freaking simple. Like, shouts to Domino's for that. But, yeah, like, right. I I just, I get very frustrated with people who are my age who can't talk on the phone. That's, like, I, it just, it irks me to no end, because it's,
1: like, you. You shouldn't be this way. you chose to be this way <laughs> yes, you chose and it is it's just it's just far too awkward. it's more people than I thought. Like I thought maybe the the close friends and people I was around like, okay, people just but like I'm here. it's everywhere now and it's just it's it's so awkward because I'm always like, what's the person on the other line thinking? Like oh, I guess because at work it's like you're supposed to be professional and I'm like, oh, do I step in? do I say something? Hey. In your review, let's talk about your phone skills. Like, it's not, and we're not like a phone person job. Imagine if you're working at a call center, I'd right? imagine that come up, but I'd be like, what's well, something like you to work on this year? Talking on the phone to people you don't know, don't want to do it.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, I feel that. Um, so, uh, my get off my chest is honestly, it's I just got to talk about Scottsdale. I was in Scottsdale, Arizona, and oh my God, I love that place. Like, I really do. And I don't know if it's because we went at the right time of year because, like, it was hot there, hotter than it is here. But, like, it was, like, 90s, 100s, whatever. And what me and Siobhan, like, do uh, when we're on vacation is basically just, like, chill, buy a pool, drink, by a pool, and then go somewhere and eat at night (laughs) and drink at some place. And they just have a lot of Like, you know, craft breweries, they make a lot of wine there. They just do a lot of things you do definitely when you have, like, weather and things like that to do. So I loved it. And I went to this restaurant called Bourbon and Bones. Ooh. Yeah. Right there. Right there. I was just, like, I saw it, and I was, like, it's called Bourbon and Bones. And then I go on their Yelp, and I'm, like, they have to have the worst reviews ever. No. They have, like, (laughs) the best reviews ever. And I'm, like... (laughs) Called Bourbon and Bones? Like, literally, that is Daniel Dudley Restaurant. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and they had 600 bottles of whiskey to choose from. It's an insane... Wow. Just 600... Yeah, 600 bottles whiskey, bourbon. Like, what? 600 bottles of that. And then, you know, all the other stuff. But it was just... Wow. Yeah. Steakhouse, ribs, like, what? Is, ribs, steak, whatever. And I got this steak that... I got this... Filet that you have the option to flambe it at your table in like knob creek and rosemary, and it was the best oh. thing I've ever had in my life. Oh. The best thing, I, like I've never, because I because I, 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 I saw it on the menu and I was like, hey, uh, flam, you're they're gonna flambe it at the table. It's like, oh yeah, you got to do it, and I was like, yeah, I got to do it. So <laughs> I did it, and om- best thing in the world best thing and you world. could tell like you
1: could tell the difference oh, that that made
0: like 100 100
1: oh yeah because you yeah. sent us that video okay. last week and i had to like do like a bu- i was like doing instant replay like it was a, <laughs> like it was a football game going is that knob creek yeah pouring yeah. over the steak and then it's on fire it's flambéed and i'm like oh there's rosemary gun on- oh no oh. this sounds amazing
0: dude incredible And I can't, I I can't just say it enough. Like Old Town Scottsdale is so is is awesome, and I just and chill and just great. I just freaking loved it. Like I loved it so much. And I like I bought a t shirt on the last day we were there because I just I had to buy Scott. I had to let people know that I've been to Scottsdale. I had to do it. Yeah, had to do it. Um, but yeah, I just I just loved it so much. But another thing, because of because of that, the reason I told you guys to talk about. Uh, vacation last week and what kind of vacation person are you and i realized my wife is the laziest vacation person okay
1: oh i am
0: i am pretty lazy on vacation when i don't have a plan because like when we go vegas or new orleans or you're on a bachelor party or whatever you have stuff you have you have stuff to do but when you're just going somewhere to go i'm very lazy but my wife is so lazy she'll just forget to like eat or forget that like we're even in a place like she's just like whatever about the <laughs> hotel pool oh man it's nine o'clock don't care so i have to plan that but other than that like i'm not as lazy as my wife on vacation but uh i'm pretty i'm a pretty lazy vacation person i just like to plan where i'm eating and that's kind okay. of it like i like to find okay. cool places to eat that's like where i'm at so if it comes to like planning that's kind of where i am i'm just looking for cool places
1: that's okay it. that's interesting yeah because i feel like 90% of the trips I've been on with you. I mean, like I said, mentioned last week, I'm either coming out to LA. And so naturally your quarterback in that whole thing and kind of figuring out as we go, or yeah, if it's going to bash party or Vegas or something, you know, there is a, there is a kind of go with the flow mentality that you have, but I've never like, we've never like been on vacation, Cation, where it's just you relaxed. Let's. I mean, eat and drink. Let's uh, based on that. I just want to follow you around dude. basically just on vacation next time. I'm just pick the city and I'll follow you. That's soon. Good enough S- with me. It's
0: soon, my friend.
1: Scottsdale. Soon. Scottsdale. Hmm.
0: Oh yeah. I like I thought. just oh, dude. I just I just loved it. It was funny, it was like first time me and Siobhan had been away for like several days. Like we've gone to like weddings overnight and stuff like that. Sure. But first time we'd been away, and I was like, yeah, and I was like, sweet, like freaking took the band-aid off now it's just like all right we're going anywhere so like whatever <laughs> like we're, we're we're done here but uh but yeah it was Amazing. no it was just it was awesome man like scottsdale is just it's great place shouts to scottsdale anyone listening in scottsdale shouts to you
1: i loved it yeah we'll have to look at the numbers see who's maybe that'll boost it up get a little Ooh. little sponsorship dollar from uh bourbon and bones dude I'm Talk telling. them up each and every week let's go bourbon and bones
0: i can't say it enough man i can't i can't say it enough and like every place we went to there was just awesome all the food we ate there was just great it was just yeah 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 just cool place love scottsdale wow. yeah i don't know how cool I it would it. be if i were there in august though because i know yeah timing you're Arizona right gets is really hot i feel like maybe we were there like i think april is probably perfect um mm-hmm. so yeah something else to think about there but timing is key it was great. <laughs> well, now that we got random topics off our chest, now it's time to get in to Brews Day. And I got some wine today, guys. Uh, And wine. I've talked about Josh Sellers a lot. But you know what? I, I got to tell you, I don't know what I'm going to be drinking a lot of this summer, but I know one thing I'm going to be drinking a lot of this summer. And it's going to be Josh Sellers Pinot Grigio. I love Josh. I love it so much. And I'm telling you, if you are... Uh, just looking for random wine at your local store, wherever you go to get your the store liquor store, wherever. Just get Josh Sellers. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's Chardonnay. I don't care if it's Pinot Grigio. I don't care if it's Cabs or whatever. Just get Josh Sellers. It's freaking fire. Like, I don't, I, I just don't know what else to say other than just, it's just better than any of them. It just is. Wow. Like, if you're somebody who's just looking for wine to drink because you like it, like, Josh is it. You know? Like, that's just it. And it's like media it's like mid mid tier priced. It's not like you're not getting because I, I learned from Mr. Wonderful and Shark Tank never to buy wine over twenty dollars. And I was like, Yeah, cool. So I'm never doing that. <laughs> so it's like it's depending on where you go, it's could you know you can see it on special for like 999 or like then you'll see it at twelve or fifteen, whatever. But like you're not gonna spend a bunch of money. But Josh is really good. So I'm helping people out. Just get Josh, doesn't matter.
1: Love it. People helping people. Yeah. I love that. That's great advice. Cheers, cheers to that. Um, this week I don't have a beer with me because uh DD, we're recording this on uh Sunday this week. And yeah. you know, there was plenty of time for day drinking for Steel City Dan over here. So we're not gonna do it uh right now, but I'm gonna talk to you about it. No and I'm gonna talk about this brewery that I mentioned this was quite a few number of weeks ago, uh that a beer fest that I went to called Drink the Cookie Table in Pittsburgh and this brewery that I discovered and I told you about this beer. Uh, the brewery is called ill will ill will brewing in Columbiana, Ohio, which is a little South of Youngstown, not far across the border of Pennsylvania. It's about an hour from where I live. And I had a sample of a beer. There It was the first five star rated beer I had ever given on untapped. Right. I'm, I'm all about untapped tracking all the beers I've had. It's a large number that I'm not necessarily proud of, but also very proud of at the same time. Um, so we decided after all these weeks, we're going to take the trip out there, go out to it. there in person to the brewery. Fantastic experience. Um, you If you, if you didn't look, you'd drive past it. You'd, if you weren't looking for it, um, but really cool brewery out there and uh, in a kind of quiet town. I suppose, of Colombiana. Some cool stuff going on out there. Um, I had a number of beverages out there today, mm-hmm. uh, which is again is why I don't have one right now. But I will tell you about my favorite that I had called the Mean Mugged. And this is a smoothie sour. And if you like pina coladas, <laughs> getting caught in the rain, baby, this beer is for you. It's thick and it is so tropical. You've got the pineapple, you've got the coconut, you got that hint of banana. It's just tropical and it's, it is, it's like a pina colada and it's magically a beer, magically a beer. I can't explain it, how they do this. Um, and it is, it's a smoothie sour and it's just wonderful. Um, little over 6% ABV and it is just summer. It's vacation. It is a wonderful wonderful beer i didn't quite give this one a five but 4.75 on untapped which is very high and so one of the many wonderful beaters i had from ill will brewing today because ladies and gentlemen craft beer is life <laughs> and i love this brewery it, it will not be my last time there i can promise you that Dude, mean h- mode
0: a high praise that's big from you that's come. Kind of, that's it's so big when you say something like that so i'm like man i need to like I need to try this. Also, another thing, uh, it's weird whenever I miss the brunch breakdown. Like, I have a million things to say um, Very about everything that I heard or what I saw, <laughs> especially your Instagram. What is this place? Saluma or something? What was it? Saluma? Oh,
1: dude, holy shit. You better plan your trip out here right now. This is a coffee and mezcal bar. Oh, stop. The it. cocktails are absolute fire. The food is phenomenal. Like, we were eating crab ceviche, and it's like they caught that crab out of the <laughs> Allegheny River. Like, it was right there. It was that fresh. Obviously, they didn't, and I'm glad they didn't. But it was like, this doesn't belong in this city. The shrimp we had, we had a shrimp dish as well. It was so fresh. It doesn't belong, it doesn't belong here. It really <laughs> doesn't. But the cocktails were all incredible. You know, a lot of mezcal ones. Not all. And the food, primo. But it's yeah, it's a coffee shop mezcal bar, and it's fantastic. Your next trip home, we have got to go. I know you would love that place, Oh, Saluna.
0: yeah, one hundred percent. Because I would looked at because I said to Siobhan last night, I was like, I just because when you go when I go home, it, it's always a thing. It's you always have to like yeah. it's yeah. So, you got to see everybody at once. It's like yep. I really need to plan like a trip to Pittsburgh where I don't tell anyone I'm going there. <laughs> right (laughs) and like i don't tell anyone i'm going if i run into someone then that's just like hey he was in town Uh, i don't know he's a ghost but i can't tell Mm. anyone i'm there because i just want to like Go experience, like, what I've missed in Pittsburgh over the past eight years. Because honestly, so it's much. changed so much over the past yeah. years. And there's, like, places we went to go to restaurants. No, you guys are going different places. There are neighborhoods that are completely different than what they were <laughs> whenever I left. And so it's just, like, I just want to, like, I don't I just want to go eat and drink through th- th- New Pittsburgh, I guess. Because it's been, like, eight, nine years since I lived there. So, like, yeah. yeah. And I just, and seeing that just, like, took me over the brink. I was, like, my God. Like, <laughs> I can, like I got to eat there.
1: I know it's yeah. spectacular. You would love it based on your Scottsdale trip. You need to do the Scottsdale version of that in Pittsburgh. Yep. We got to, there's a lot of bases to cover. We can get it, cram it all in one day, but that's you're, you're right. If it's a, it's a charade for you to come and you got to <laughs> see everybody shake, shake hands, kiss babies, <laughs> all that. Um, but we got to find, we got to find a way because we got a lot of places to to take you to that you would absolutely love. We definitely do.
0: All right. Well, let's get into the main menu. Daniel, let's Let's get into the main menu. The NFL draft. That was the big topic, but we're not going to talk about the draft fix. Who cares? Shouts to Bryce Young. Good for you. But anyways, the (laughs) NFL draft was in Kansas City this year because now the NFL draft is in different cities like the Super Bowl is. I don't think that's a good thing. And neither did. Let me make sure I get this dude's name right. Neither did Quentin Johnson, now of the Chargers, (laughs) who had his draft party. And this is, uh, he was the 21st pick in the draft. So, like, he knew he was going in the first round somewhere. He had his party at Dave and Busters in his hometown in Dallas, Texas. So that led me to think, where would your draft party be? Because now it's not like you're going to New York City, Radio City Music Hall, going to the big city, big lights, all that stuff. No, no, Kansas City. Might be the year you get drafted. and (laughs) So, and I saw a lot of people at home. There are a lot of people different places. They were not in Kansas City. So, like,
1: where would you have your party, Dan? Dude, I love this topic. I love this question. And I'm glad I'm with you 100%. I, I don't like at all the idea that the NFL moves from city to city now. Yeah to do the draft. I know they're making probably a ridiculous amount of money. They can cram a lot of fans. I don't know. What are those fans doing out there like 200 yards away? Like, what are you doing? Honestly? Um, and they'll probably never stop, but get me back to, yeah. New York city, the big city. There's a reason. Yeah. For the players, especially, you know, why are you going to Kansas city in April to like, what for what? Honestly? Um, so I had a couple of places that came to mind, but, and, and and most people, and I wish Chris was here for this, and most people won't understand this, and you might know where I'm going here, but the number one place that came to mind, if I was being drafted in the NFL, where would I want to hold my draft party? And the first place that came to my mind was, naturally, the Earl of Sandwich and Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. <laughs> And I'm sure all of our listeners are saying, what the hell are you talking about? We have a wonderful inside the brunch breakdown story at the Earl of Sandwich. Uh, We were there for a trip uh, to Vegas. (laughs) It was the three of us and, of course, Earl of Sandwich, a fast, casual sandwich joint. We were getting ready to go out a night out on the town, of course, and we needed a quick bite to eat. So we go down the lobby earl of sandwiches down there you go up place your order you get the little buzzer right you go sit down to wait for your order and the three of us for whatever reason treated when our buzzers went off treated it like we were being drafted in the nfl just sitting in the kind of waiting area got up clapping dapping each other (laughs) hugging each other we were so excited I know it doesn't make all sense to a lot of people. It's one of the greatest memories I have of my entire life. And the Earl of Sandwich, it's the first place that came to mind for me, honestly. It would just be so cool to be back there
0: again. <laughs> that's one of those stories that's just like, you don't know how drunk you are in Vegas. <laughs> okay. Like, you think just because you're not at your drunkest that, like, you are are sober in vegas and that story anytime we tell it i was like what the fuck did we look like doing that
1: right like, we, were, we were in suits somewhere? too right because we were in suits so like we fit the bill for sure we were uh, dressed dressed in fine at the early <gasps> sa- at the early sandwich god <laughs> and what those people around us were thinking i have no idea <laughs>
0: Oh, man. All right. So first thing that came to my mind whenever I saw this is I would be on a boat, not like Joe Thomas, who, who was like famously fishing with his dad. And he was like the number, what was he? Number two or three pick in the draft or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and like went fishing with his dad when that's when he got the call. Wouldn't be doing that. But I would absolutely be on some yacht.
1: Of a some yacht, choice yes. with people
0: that I wanted to be around, barely paying attention because I think that's uh, there's a theme with my picks is I really don't want to pay attention because I feel like the draft is very nerve wracking and even when I watch it I get uncomfortable. Like shouts to Will Levis and his like beautiful mom, sisters, sisters girlfriend, and everyone, eventually everyone. girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like everyone there. Um, shouts <laughs> to all of them. Uh, but yeah, I it just seemed stressful. Like I just wouldn't want to <laughs> like think about that. So I would just be on a yacht with like a handpicked number of people that I enjoy. My agent wouldn't even be there. Like no manager would be there and be like, Nope, like you can call me. We can, can but I'm going to be just doing stuff on a yacht. But that's what I would be just in the middle of some body of water on a big yacht. Might not even be in the country.
1: Honestly. I, I thought about yacht too. I, I love that idea of being on a yacht for the draft. But my like, once I got past Earl Sandwich, I started to think real about this. Okay. (laughs) And the number one thing, the theme that I kept coming back to was I'm for sure, no matter where I went to school, no matter where I live, no matter where I think I'm going to get drafted, I am on the West Coast because that shit goes late. (laughs) It goes late. People, Thursday night, 1230. Yeah. Come on. That's a whole other topic. We've been into that. But, like, what if you're at the end of the first round? you gonna be partying that? Like, no, give me the full night. I need the full night. So I'm West Coast in this thing. You know what I mean? That's where I want to be. So I, I focused it there. And... Kind of came up with a couple options. I, I kept going back to Vegas. I mean, how could I not? The yeah. Earl Sandwich, there's a connection there, right? Like maybe maybe you like rent out the ghost bar at the top of the palms, Ooh. which is another place we've been See. to. Maybe that's the spot. Yeah. Right? Maybe that's the spot there. Or even better, stadium swim in Las Vegas. Right? We mentioned this. We probably brought this topic up when it first opened there, maybe. Yeah but how can we explain this to people? It's basically a pool with a thousand lawn chairs, a big pool, a thousand lawn chairs and these huge screens up against one of the casinos. And that's why it's like a stadium. It's like, they're showing sporting events, right. On these huge screens. And like, you can reserve cabanas and chairs and whatever, like put me there for the draft, watching it there. And then just, celebrating at stadium swim. I think that is the spot for me.
0: There's so many places in Vegas. Cause honestly stadium swim was yeah. one of mine that I had written down. Okay. I was like, that would just be freaking awesome. <laughs> like why not? You're just, you know, having a party, all these screens are around drafts are on like whatever, like be, the Vegas is so there's so many, you could just be like, yep, yeah, it's going to do this in Vegas. And I'm like, yep, It's probably one of the other acceptable places where the draft should be like New York and Vegas.
1: That's yeah. It. Call it right. Right. Simple. Yeah, honestly, we don't need to rotate to every city. No, keep we it don't. there. No, just keep, keep it there.
0: It. Yeah, New York, but. Vegas, uh, another place that um that I had was New Orleans balcony. Party. Oh yeah, rent out oh one of the main one just a uh, balcony on Bourbon Street, and that's where I have my draft party because everyone in New Orleans would know what was going on. It would just be crazy packed on the street. I'm above it all with my select group of people and we're bourbon street partying down, making it like it's Mardi Gras in April or may or whatever the draft is. And just doing it up like that. Cause I'm just trying to think of like, what would make me like the least stressed, And I just feel like I would want to be somewhere yeah. that just makes me so happy. Cause man, dude, I'm telling you, the, the as I get older, like people sinking in the draft is not funny to me anymore. It's really just <laughs> oh, it's, right. it really hurts my soul, and I just am like, oh God, I feel bad for this because like they don't invite everybody to the draft. Like they only invite the people who like have a chance. They don't just put ESPN cameras in everyone's house and like eh, you just keep falling and falling. Oh tough and then all of a sudden by the end it's like your mom's wearing sweatpants like she's no longer in a dress anymore she's just <laughs> right. in sweatpants she's like all right is it over yet we'll see you tomorrow
1: <laughs> yeah man it's it, it is it's it's much more and more awkward it's interesting you say that about like a place to be relaxed like i don't know that's that's really tough to think of like the most relaxing place that you could be because it is it is it's stressful for them and it's yeah becoming stressful as we get older like this is awkward i just want them to get drafted somewhere (laughs) like oh that's why i like a boat you know what i mean yeah i like that boat option you just cruise around something like that and you don't even have to watch right that's the beauty of being out there don't even watch just wait for the phone to ring yep just wait for the phone to ring so no screens no nothing those are good those are good I like that. Yeah.
0: And I think they got a dude, but Earl of sandwich is sponsored every party, every party, just (laughs) Earl of sandwich is sponsoring all of this, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's a weird thing. It's just, the draft is just becoming weirder and weirder to me. It's just like, I, I I don't, I don't know if I really enjoy watching past pick like five. I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) But, but my thought was like, if you're, if you're Bryce young, who went number one, and basically everyone knew he was going to go number one for, you know, basically yep. this whole this whole process. So he knew he was going to number one. Could he go to another country? Could he like be like, I'm in Italy, ESPN. I know your draft is in Kansas City, but I'm in Italy, and that's where I'll be. Are they sending cameras to Italy? Because that's what I want to know.
1: Probably. Like, yeah.
0: Because it's up to you. Like, it's your night. You're about to be set for life financially. Like, it's your night. You can do whatever you want. You can either go dap up Roger Goodell in Kansas City and go eat barbecue or whatever. Or go anywhere you ever would want to in your life. Like, I'm going to go to Barcelona or I'm going to Dubai. Like, are they bringing Mm. the crew? Because somebody needs to do that.
1: I love that. You're right. If you're that pick and you know where you're going. Yeah. Like, guys, I'm headed to Hawaii. Like, if you want to bring a camera crew out there, go for it. Exactly. I'll be there. Yeah.
0: Like, why be landlocked? Go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Future number one picks. Like, get out. (laughs) Like, go.
1: (laughs) Challenge these people.
0: Like, I would just do that for fun. Like, why not?
1: That's the only way we can stop draft from traveling from city to city to city to city. I mean, I know, like I said, I know they're making tons and tons of money. Oh, yeah. But if the draft picks stop showing up, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it then? Exactly. Because like, mm. it's just you're it doing the, it. I wonder how long it'll take. I wonder how long it'll take, man. I don't think it'll be. It can't be that much longer. Somebody's going to know when when they're going number one. Yeah. Right? Knew, and they're he, just going to be like. At the least,
0: he was going number. T- he was never going past two, right? So there's all this argument about who was going to go number one, but like, it, but I felt like it never really changed to Bryce Young. It was just always like, all right, you know, the other three quarterbacks, they were kind of up in the air,
1: but not right. Bryce it's like Young. by eight fifteen, I know where I'll go. By yeah. eight fifteen Eastern, I know where I'm going. So yeah, it's not that long to wait. No. And mm. and like I feel like these
0: picks, they know the picks, like you know, they know who's getting picked number one like the day before or whatever. They just know already. So like yeah, yeah. I yeah, mm. go to another country. Everybody, just leave, make Roger Goodell that. go go to Europe and yeah <laughs> and <laughs> you up. Or like, <laughs> let's go do that. I love it. God. I love it. <laughs> well, let's get into our next topic, Dan. Um We've been talking about traveling a lot on the brunch breakdown lately and I want to talk about travel opinions that uh make people a little angry. What's a travel opinion that will have you in a
1: position like this? So I don't want to offend anybody. We pull up a screen <laughs> a, 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 a an image here. Uh what movie what Disney movie is this from? Who is this? Dude, I'm honestly not sure. You know? I, I don't even know. really. You uh, come Is on! I thought you'd be the guy. Is it? It might be frozen. It might, might be frozen. But I'm
0: honestly not sure because I really don't pay attention
1: to Disney movies. I just don't. Not my jam. It's 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 a guy just nonchalantly <laughs> leaning with kind of a smugish look on his face, and he's surrounded by twenty five swords at his yeah. face, basically. That's what we could say. I, we'll figure it out by the end of yeah, the show. We'll figure maybe, it out maybe what this is from. It might be frozen. But yeah, I'm gonna The go great topic at hand here is yeah, what's a travel opinion that would have you in a position like this? <laughs> An unpopular opinion. So Didi, coming off of travel yourself. Yep. Curious. What are you thinking here? Do you have one? Do you have one that just you know isn't very popular?
0: Do not pinch pennies on vacation. Don't go on vacation. If you have to pinch pennies, don't be the broke one on vacation. I can't stand it. I I hate it so much because for me, it's just, it adds stress to other people on the trip. And also it's just like, why be stressed on vacation? Vacation money is not real money. Treat it like that. (laughs) That's it. Vacation money is not real money. Just freaking go for it worry about it when you're on the plane ride home or you're in the car ride home. That's when you get nervous. That's when you're like, Oh God, I made some mistakes. What did, <laughs> what did I do? How much did I spend here? Oh God. That's when you get worried. But when you're on vacation, be on vacation.
1: That's a great one. Honestly. And I think too many people worry about that. Right. All right. They do. They're pinching pennies all all the way up to planning the trip. And then when they're on the trip, they're doing the same thing. And like life's what's one of those things about life being too short and you can't really enjoy the moment of being there on vacation. If you're so concerned about what you're spending every little dollar on, like if you're that concerned, two things like like you said, just don't change your mindset or. You probably shouldn't be there. Maybe you should have waited. Yeah. <laughs> Get back sir. Maybe yeah. wait a little bit more. Um. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one that too many people probably have have issues with. <laughs> um, for me, unpopular. That's the whole point of this, right? Mm-hmm. But the I honestly think that like seventy five percent of the world is just not worth traveling to, like seventy five percent. Okay. Like, I'm all for seeing the world, getting out there, different cultures, different experiences. But there's just so many places where when you have to worry about, like, the bugs or the animals for your safety at night. Or you have to worry about the water that you drink or, like, the cuisine that you're eating or if you have to take like, three planes to get somewhere or this one, if you need additional vaccines to get there, to get into said country, <laughs> just go to Epcot and call it a day. Go around the world there. You know what I'm saying? Like there are still plenty of great places to see. Just avoid spending your time and your money with We've got all those other things to worry about. You just talk about worrying about money, right? But like worrying about the like eight Ugh. inch insects and, you know, we don't know what we're eating. This could be like cat, like for real. Like you don't know how your stomach's going to react to that. Or like, yeah, we have to get the like yellow scurvy fever vaccine to get there because it's kind of going around there. Like don't, just don't there's like 70 like 25% of the world's worth traveling to like Europe North America Australia maybe some of Asia maybe some South America there's just so much world out there that's not worth traveling to
0: listen i <laughs> agree with you on that completely that but okay. but for mine is a different reason it's okay for mine's a different reason it's just if the flight is 20 hours long, (laughs) it's not worth it. (laughs) Just not, just not. And for the people who connect flights that end up being on the, they end up like in an airport slash on a plane for like 24 hours or 38 hours or whatever it is, just ends up being insane. No, it's just not, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. There's a flight time for me that I'm like, no, because I'm not going to spend enough time in this place at this point in my life to justify being on a plane for that long. I'm just not. I'm not. And I, <laughs> and I don't have relatives there. Like it's, cause that's my issue with Australia, right? Like an Australian flight is really long. Yeah. I don't want to do that unless I'm going to be there for a really long, for like a, a very long time. Right. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. So that's my, it's my issue with traveling. It's like, that's why I have the select places that I want to go. I know how long the flights are. And I'm like, those are what I want to do. I'm just like, i'm good like people like i know like one of the places my mom like wants to go she wants to go to africa at some point and i'm just like too far too far dude, <laughs> too, too far i just see some of these places you know and i i want you know i watch travel channel and hgtv and discovery plus a lot and see all these places i'm like oh shit how long does it take to get to the maldives and i'm like mm. Mm. too long too long too <laughs> long too long guys i'm I'm, I'm going to pass on that one, uh. at least it's for true, now. Man. Yeah.
1: It's true. There's so many places like like Scottsdale, a wonderful discovery, Scottsdale. not that far away. <laughs> you can have a great time there. Like discover there's like I still implore people to travel, do it. But there's so many other great places that you can not have to worry about so much. And they're still great in this world. Just, yeah, yeah. you want to. The world, yeah. Go to Epcot to get the world experience without the, without <laughs> the nasty bugs and the you know vaccines and multiple twenty-hour plane rides. You don't, you don't need it. We don't need it. What else you got? You know, the other one is about it, it, it's kind of time-related, but not flight, like driving. Like I think people that drive and i'm going to use this from a northeast perspective because people that drive from like pennsylvania to florida are just psycho i don't understand that like stop it stop it and i I wish chris was here for this because he just took a trip to florida with his family and it was their first trip on a plane right because he said he's got a number and that's way beyond the number and there are so many people that i grew up with family, friends, they've all made that trip to Florida, right? And I'm sure around the country, there are (laughs) similar drives, right? It's just to another popular destination on the West Coast, Central United States, wherever it is, but it takes over two days to get there, but you can drive it in 20 hours or some crazy shit like that. You can do it nonstop or you can stop overnight. No, get on a plane, get on a plane. Okay, save a little bit more money. Don't worry about it. Get on a plane. If you gotta take Spirit Airlines, take Spirit Airlines. Yep. You'd never rather have a little bit of a shaky two-hour plane ride than a 20-hour car drive, which you'll all drive each other nuts. <laughs> so get on a plane, people. Stop driving places that take two days to get to. That's my other big one.
0: Dude, uh my next one is this. Um don't plan a disney vacation before your kids are five years old
1: (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) and i specifically mean this to the people who don't live driving distance to disney world or live driving distance to disneyland because listen i live 48 for instance it takes me It's quicker for me to get from my house in LA to Disneyland than it took me to get from my house in Wellsburg to Kennywood, just to let you know (laughs) what I'm trying to say here. Okay, so that's why we have been to Disneyland. But there is just no need to plan this humongous vacation for people that you have to change diapers still. It is mad expensive to go to Disney World. I'm trying to save people money here. When your kids are at least five, go. Because the older ones will remember it all. The five will remember it all. But why spend all this money just because you want to go to Disney World? It's because you want to (laughs) go. But then you get the kids. And it's just like, what are you doing? So just, you know hold off i know it's hard i know you want to go i get it because i have no beef with disney world i have no beef with disneyland but if you're gonna spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to do all this stuff at least have your kids remember it and it's not just a trip for you it's a trip for the family so like yeah and i know a lot of people definitely don't agree with that i don't even know if the person that i will be planning disney trips in my life with agrees with that but you know what listen I I just if you're not I just don't get it like over five it's a trip for you it's like under five it's a trip for you not for your kids like over five go go to Disney World every year for the next 20 years if you want but like no before that just wait just wait trust me it's much better
1: that's good advice that's good advice you got any others that'll put you in a position like this from this apparent image from we're gonna call it frozen i'm still trying to figure it out yeah i
0: think it's i think it's frozen i'm really not sure we're 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 obviously not disney aficionados on this podcast we are not that
1: uh (laughs) no no we're not even though we just uh basically gave florida and disney opinions very strongly there about how to get there at least
0: (laughs) um oh here's a travel opinion and we'll go to the next topic after this uh don't go to dick's last resort ever there it is, coming back from last I week. I can't Thank believe you. neither of you had been there. Because first time it was my okay. first time. So there's Dick's Last Resort in Ocean City. There's this Dick's Last Resort in Myrtle Beach. There's Dick's Last Resort in probably every one of like the beach places that people go to. Yep. That place is terrible. It's just <laughs> it's just stupid. Like I just don't understand why. Anyone, I heard you guys talk, I was driving to San Diego last week, so I like listened to the whole podcast and listened to you guys talking about it. And I'm just like, it is only meant for people who are in the eighth grade. That is what Dick Slash Resort is for. If you are an if they were an eighth grade boy or girl or whatever going through puberty, you love Dick's Slash Resort. It is the funniest place in the world. Anyone above or below, you shouldn't be there. It's <laughs> legitimately the worst place and i don't understand why i mean they're extremely popular and people love that place but never never go there just don't don't it's stupid
1: that's a great that's a great way to finish <laughs> i'm glad you circle back from that from last week uh as we brought this topic up uh tangled the oh. disney film tangled so anybody that's been screaming at their radio their <laughs> headphones or whatever their computer for the last 15 minutes tangled Okay. This is where this is from. So I like it. just wanted to clear the air there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's throw up this graphic before we get to music. Um, Delish, uh, a site that has great food news. They went great. viral recently because they put up a graphic that they thought was pretty innocent which piece of cake is superior ABC or D they've got the corner pieces. They've got a middle piece and they've got the piece that is on the edge of the middle that has the icing still on it, but it's not a corner piece. So which piece of cake is superior and
1: the internet was up in arms over this. I love it. I love this topic. I love delicious. Fantastic. They they've provided us content once or twice in the past. Um, yeah, fascinating. Fascinating about basically the level of icing is is the make or break here, right? Yes. Whether you get full corner load of icing with the flowers on it, the other corner, uh you get that side piece, you get that borderline extra edge of icing or that hunk right in the middle where you're just right just flat flat on the top. Um the correct answer is D. The correct answer for cake is D. Um, which it it for this graphic, ladies and gentlemen, is the piece in the middle, right in the middle. No edges, no corners, no nothing. Okay, corners are greater for pizza, but eighty five percent of cake, eighty five percent of cakes have way too much icing on them. It's just for show, and it's just like for, for kids. Nobody above the age of fourteen really likes or frankly needs, that much icing on a cake. And you know what? I have birthdays too, damn it. And I still want cake. So give me the regular moderate amount of frosting. <laughs> and I want some excellent cake. I want a tasted cake. Icing is literally supposed to be just that. Icing on the cake. I want a fantastic cake. I don't want a sugar cave, on sugar <laughs> iceberg sitting on top of this thing, weighing it down trying to even it out and just like holy shit sometimes you take those bites of cake you're like oh man like how many every adult birthday party you have or you've been to even a kid's birthday party you're like you know the cake was great but the icing too sweet for me too sweet just too much of it that happens too much so give me excellent cake give me sliced d give me the middle piece i have a feeling you don't agree with that based on your face a ladies and gentlemen it is
0: Whoa. 100% A, and I love, this is a great topic for me because I get very angry at weddings and I don't know how to approach this <laughs> because they bring you the cake to the table. That's what they do. Even if it's like, even if the, even if the wedding's buffet style, like they still like serve the cake to the people most of the time. They don't just have the cake sitting yep. at the table, but like, I wish I could say to them, Hey, could you like, get me the piece with the flowers and like all the shit on it? Cause I want all of it. I want all of it. I, I need all the icing quite. Po- I need all the icing. Give it to me. If it's the strawberry side, give me the strawberry side. Don't give me the chocolate side. Give me it. Eh, but I want the side with all the icing, all of it because I just, I love it, dude. I love it. I don't eat Why? cake that much. I don't eat cake that much. It's not my favorite dessert, but the thing is when you're at a wedding, you're like, I'm getting cake tonight. That's what you're doing. You're getting cake. And like, I want all of it, man. I want it. And I need that. And like, it's so hilarious that we're so different. As you were saying, you said D, like, and I was like, oh, my God. No, it's <laughs> it's A, not even a question for me. I, like, legit get mad when I'm at things where there's cake, and I don't get that piece. Like, I want the piece with wow. all the shit on it. Give it to you me. You
1: want the, like, heavy balloon icing that's in there, too. Get oh, yeah. blue.
0: I want it get all loaded too. it up. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Sometimes, the, and stunned. sometimes those like decorations on the cake, they don't even taste good, but I want them because sometimes they do. I want it all, dude. I want the whole cake experience. Give that to me.
1: I'm so stunned by this because you're like, especially because you're pie guy. You're not a cake am. guy, you're pie guy.
0: Dude, I am. But it's just something about like, I don't know, man, like birthday cake, wedding cake. It's just, you're know, just dessert there. You've probably eaten other stuff. You probably drank a little bit while you're there. And you're just like, you just want dessert. And it's just, like, it's there. But, like, cake is not my Ugh. first choice ever and ever. It, never, it just never will be. But, like, when we're celebrating something, they bring the cake out. I want that piece. Wow. The most ridiculous-looking piece. I want it all.
1: It is. So much icing, though.
0: Want it. I love <sighs> icing, dude. Give it to me.
1: I'm stunned by this. Yeah, we are at complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, If you had to guess... Piece Chris was picking. Hmm. What do you think?
0: You know, I feel like Chris's supporters of ChrisGatesFitness.com would probably just mm-hmm. say D. But I feel like Chris would definitely go with B.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, right. Because he, he be again beat. will say, I don't have cake that often. Yeah, which is 100% true. So he likes just a little bit of that extra ice. He probably likes something weird about like the edge of the cake too. That golden brown. I don't know, maybe but I feel like you're right. He'd be somewhere in the middle there. He'd go with B, which is the edge but not the corner.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's like, and I feel like if he ate that piece, someone took a picture of him. I don't think he would. It would go viral. It was like Chris Gates Fitness is <laughs> eating the worst piece of cake. I, so I don't think he would go. You know, I think B is safe. You know.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Wow, I'm I'm stunned. You and I don't agree on many on many things, or don't disagree. <laughs> excuse me, don't disagree on many things. This is clearly one of them. But yeah. I,
0: wow. Well, which wow. piece it's... of cake do you like? Let us know at Brunch Breakdown. Yeah, please do <laughs> A, B, C, or D. <laughs> oh well, Dan, uh, oh. let's get into music, sir. Let's get into Absolutely. it. What are you listening to, man? What's on? Uh, what's on your playlist right now?
1: Elenium uh, dropped a new hey. album this past week, and yo, it's it's fantastic. Um, I'll put on at least the song, a lot of collabs on there naturally, but the song with all time low called "Back to You." Um, anybody could have predicted that I was picking an all time low song uh, <laughs> off that album, but uh, it's a self title album, and it's the one with all time low. It's this great blend of like classic punk pop punk like chords and progressions, but like obviously the EDM sound in there that millennium always brings. Um, the song with Teddy Swims, our boy Teddy Swims made the list and there's a song with uh avril lavigne and travis barker as well also a great song so uh all-time low Illenium, back to you uh from the new Illenium album check those out
0: nice all right uh song that is i mean it's kind of like it's you know if you listen to the radio you listen serious, like i do you hear it a lot uh eyes closed by ed sheeran i really like this song mm uh and you know it's like when artists like ed sheeran weekend taylor swift like whatever when they put out music it's kind of like i don't need to hear it right away like i'll hear it eventually you know what i mean it's like these people who've already you know but I closed is just a really good song i like the message in the song i like everything about it like it's just really good and this is coming from someone who i like ed sheeran a lot but i did not like a lot of his last album i didn't i wasn't a big fan so this song really gets me i'm excited to hear what his album i think comes out I don't know if it comes out this week or next week. Comes out soon, I know that.
1: Have we run out of uh, math symbols for the names of the albums yet? it like we've gone through. Is it? Please plus? excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Wait, like what? plus, multiply, equals, wait, what divide. Is it called. We've got to hit them all. Subtract. I don't think he's done that one yet. Minus. Oh wait, that doesn't have a good connotation I, it to it. Might be that. Hold on,
0: hold on. I'm with you, you though. Like, yes, I, it is I, subtract. But, it
1: is subtract. Yes, it is
0: subtract. Cuz so I was like I know it was one album. of them cuz I was like last one was equals. Um I was like it's yeah, it's, it's subtract. And this is the last, last one of the people. series. This is the last one of the It has to be. Yeah. There's no
1: more. Square, Square root isn't a good name for an album and I don't like it. But I'm I'm with you. I like that song and I haven't liked... I didn't like any of his new stuff from the last album so give me more of the eyes closed uh vibe there. I mean stuff. okay.
0: Um pi equals yeah. like like what equals pi or something like that like that might work he does something oh, like that you know okay. do a little, get a little like all right like, like maybe some algebra like what is x i don't know something like that
1: yeah we're helping you like out x Ed squared x squared something like that something. yeah okay yeah. okay all right see new era i like it <laughs> <laughs> it's just all <laughs> algebraic <laughs> equations that's the next right. edge Sheeran right. era oh man um, next one for me is by Upsall, and we've been hey. we put her on the playlist a lot. Um, it's been a little while, but she put out a new song called "Good Girl Era," and honestly, like everything she puts out is fantastic, and and I and I and I love it. And this is another like kind of fantastic, you know, pop but alternative edge to its uh, song. Um, and we've got more coming. We've got more coming from Upsall. It, it certainly sounds like so. I'm very very excited about that. But, but the newest one is called. Good girl era. Check
0: yeah, out. we were. Listen, we were on Upsol early,
1: early. And was just before like she to, went by. Just Upsall. Yeah, right? I, I would. Like, first, yeah, first name was in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I would like to say we were. You know, we were on that shit early. So shouts to us. No shouts doubt. to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to. I don't know what song I'm gonna put on here. Uh, yet because I really like this album. Uh, but uh, Labyrinth just put out his album Ends and Begins. Yeah, and I big fan and um of people who I was very impressed with at Coachella was Labyrinth also brought out Billy Eilish during his set, which was fucking phenomenal. Um, and uh, I'm not sure which song I'm going to put on, but I know I'm going to put on one of them. Cause I just, I love it. And just seeing him live, man, I don't know. I never thought seeing him live was something I really wanted to do. But when you're at Coachella, you'd see, you know, whoever you want to see and did that. And it was a very good choice. And I was like, very happy about that. So
1: yeah. Labyrinth. Awesome. Ends and begins. The whole awesome. album's good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. A uh, last one for me our girls. I will never stop pushing these ladies, honestly. And it was so, uh, and I'll always tell the story to people that we were there. The first show in LA, they had 3,000 Twitter followers, and I jumped on it right there that night. The Aces, yeah. new song called Solo. Uh, it's the latest single leading up to their album release, which is coming early this summer in the month of June. Always excited. Um, They just announced their first world tour where they're the headlines. Super excited for them. Uh, and this song is great. It's got a great like summery vibe to it. Super, super good. Solo from the Aces.
0: Dude, I still kind of can't believe that because they're just kind of like all over the place and just steady build. And like we saw them. Yeah that yep. was, yeah
1: that's awesome. pretty awesome so happy for them definitely
0: all right man uh jack harlow put out a new album called jack man um and it is very quick i don't know how long this. Is. that was 20 it's 10 songs 24 minutes some of the songs aren't even two minutes long um but <laughs> it's just jack harlow just honestly venting this feels like a journal Honestly, it really does. And it's, and it's good. It's not poppy. You're not going to get first class on this. You're not going to get some Jack Harlow hit on this. This is, this was literally something that he just, it feels like he just wanted to put out. And, um, I'm going to put, uh, is that I on the playlist that guys, I, I really, really like it. And, um, I'll probably put gang, gang, gang on there. Cause that's just a interesting subject matter on it. But hmm. yeah. So it's an interesting thing that Jack Harlow put out because I think a lot of people expect one thing from him now. And he was like, nope, this is what I do. (laughs) And so I kind of, I I appreciate that. So uh, shout out to Jack Harlow. Um, Get a chance, let's do it. Jack man, it's 24 minutes of your time. So (laughs) regular commute to work and it's over. Easy. (laughs) Hell, this podcast is longer for granted. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Oh man,
0: is there anything else? Chris isn't here, so is there anything else you're listening to?
1: Uh, no, he's not here. I I was gonna mention labyrinth if you didn't. I was uh yeah. that it's a it's a great it's a great album. Um, Twenty One Pilots also, of course, I'll take the opportunity to plug them. Uh, they did an MTV unplugged oh, yeah. last year, and a really really fascinating way that they played these songs, kind of mashed some of them up together. And I mean, it's musically. Amazing if you can understand and appreciate the music and what goes into it. I encourage you to watch it if you can find it. It's on MTV Live every once in a while. Um, they released the vinyl and now they released it digitally. So it's on Spotify. You can check it out. The the uh 21 Pilots MTV unplugged. I highly encourage that. Super good.
0: I didn't even know. I guess I just missed it. I didn't know that they did one. So I saw it when it came up on Apple Music, was a week or two ago, whenever yeah. and I, I watched it and I was like, this is this is awesome. So I love MTV Unplugged. Like, I don't like I, yeah. I love MTV Unplugged. I always have. I always will. Like, it's just they, when they do stuff with, when MTV does stuff with music, this, it's, it's still good. It's just like the way we consume music is just different now. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to for wait sure. for two hours to watch a music video. So it's just, you know. Right. <laughs> but whenever they do stuff with music and, like, their push artists and stuff like that that they plug, they still are really good. I don't know. Shouts to MTV.
1: Yeah. Still doing yeah. it.
0: All right, well, that's what we're listening to. Make sure you check out the playlist every week on Spotify. It's got two weeks of the music, so the last couple of weeks of whatever we've been listening to, those are on there. Well, Dan, uh, final thoughts on this week's
1: Brunch Breakdown. You know, um, to be continued, keep a pulse on the story. Do the Brooklyn Nets, known as the Brunch Breakdown, reunite next week? I don't know. Was Chris requesting a trade a la Kyrie Irving this week? I I don't know. We don't have the status there. We're still out here giving it to you on the floor each and every week. But maybe somehow, some way, the three of us can can get together soon. Dude, that'd be nice. That's beautiful.
0: And you know, I want to give a shout out to uh, my final thought on the brunch breakdown. Shouts to old dudes. Shouts to LeBron and Steph Curry, both in their late thirties, <laughs> owning yeah. people and owning these young people. John Morant, sit down. Like the <laughs> Sacramento Kings. Go screw your beam, just freaking <laughs> dropping fifty, just shutting people down. Like shouts, to, shouts to everybody in their mid to late thirties, baby. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Let's go, we out here. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> and that's Love the crunch breakdown. We're out.